So I'm going to be like Jenny, and my microphone's going to be going, because <gasps> I am nervous. Um, so let me start with, I am Shireen, and for those of you who don't know me, I'm an introvert. And an introvert is a person who doesn't, I won't come and talk to you just freely. I'm, that's so out my comfort zone. Um, yep. <laughs> um, but for me, um, to be connected to people, um, I connect through face-to-face -face conversations. I'm really not good at keeping in contact with people through text messaging or Facebook messaging. That's not, it, it, yeah, I struggle with that. However, if we sit down and have a cup of coffee together, I feel connected to you. And that's how I get to know you, and that's how we build trust. So, I've been asked to talk, I could tell you many stories about my life, Many, many stories. But the story that um, God has asked me to talk about today is actually not a testimony. It's something that I'm still going through and I'm still working my way through. So I'm standing up here with no walls up and no masks on, no armor on, completely vulnerable. And as I talk and share, there is a possibility that you will probably feel one of two emotions guilt or shame. I'm not sharing today to make you feel guilty or shamed. I'm sharing today to bring vulnerability into our conversations because vulnerability drives connection and connection is something that we are all struggling with. Um, my whole life I have fought two twins Two twins, that's such a faux pas. I fought twins, um, isolation and loneliness. I grew up feeling completely isolated and alone in my family. I grew up as a teenager feeling isolated and lonely. Um, I've experienced it in my marriage. I've experienced it everywhere I go. I've experienced it here in Taumutu. I used to, as a child, do things to be accepted. So I would be the perfect little mechanic for my dad, so my dad would accept me so I wouldn't feel alone and isolated. I'd be the perfect sports person because my mum was into sports. And if I'd won, she'd accept me and I wouldn't feel alone and isolated. In high school, with my peers, I would go out drinking with them and sneak out to the nightclubs because I wanted to be accepted and I didn't want to be alone and isolated. But it still chased me down. They've been with me my whole life. When we moved to Taumutu, I was like, yes, small town, small community. I'm going to be able to build something here. I'm going to be connected. And it hasn't happened. In the two years that I've been here, I have felt more alone and isolated than ever before. Most of... No, I shouldn't make this assumption... Eugene recently took on a 12-month contract that seen him move to Australia. I haven't moved. I need to finish school. So for the first time in 14 years, I don't really have a husband at home with me. I am truly alone at home. I don't have kids. I am alone. And I was freaked out by it because I was like, oh my gosh, the one person that I can kind of connect with 
is leaving me. What the heck is going on? I am going to be alone and isolated again. Eugene shared it on social media, and not everybody's on social media, so they didn't know. We went to a park day with the church, and it was the weekend that he had just left, and I was feeling so vulnerable, but I also felt so invisible because nobody knew what I was going through. Nobody understood my pain. Um, then, on February the twenty, sorry, January the twenty-second, um, it was a day of um, remembrance for me for our granddaughter, who would have been seven um, if she had still been around. And I sat in my lounge, and I remembered, like, I was sitting there and I was thinking about what this little girl would look like at seven years old. At the same time, I was in tears because I had no one around me to comfort me while I was processing that. I felt so alone and so isolated. Through my school journey, school has taught me to identify with my story, not put it aside. My story makes me who I am. And I've been learning that over the years, but school has done that so much more for me in the way of being vulnerable with my story and going, I have pain, I feel your pain because it connects to my pain as well. Let me love you. And that is how we grow connection. So school has helped me with this journey of vulnerability. And then God challenged me. He said, well, you can sit there and moan about being lonely and isolated, but you've got to step out, Shireen. And to do that, I had to find some people I trusted. So I found three people, and I sat down with them, and I said, I'm hurting. I'm really, really hurting. I'm alone. I'm isolated. And they can't fix me. But me being able to take off that armor and go, I'm hurting, they connected with me. They empathized with me. That vulnerability I shared with them has, has created a connection, and I'm starting to feel connected. Vulnerability drives connection. Jesus lives in vulnerability. When we read about the stories of Jesus, he was out there with the broken, the hurt, the downtrodden. He connected with their pain. He connected with them in a vulnerable way. Jesus is about vulnerability. Connection, sorry, vulnerability drives connection. I am trusting you today with my pain because I want to be connected. I want to shut down loneliness and isolation by connecting with you vulnerably. So, one of the things I wondered while I was preparing was, I wonder who else in our church is feeling lonely and isolated and disconnected? I wonder how many of us have stood in a group and gone, I feel so invisible. You don't understand my pain. Let me encourage you that you can be vulnerable in sharing your pain. Find the people you trust and start connecting through vulnerability. You will be amazed how much God lives in that with you. So I'm going to end with a Brene 
brown quote, my teacher on vulnerability, I love Brene. This is taken from her book, <laughs> Daring Greatly. It says, vulnerability is the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. It is the source of hope, empathy, accountability, and authenticity. If we want greater clarity in our purpose or deeper and more meaningful spiritual lives, vulnerability is the path. 